Hey podcast peeps, I'm Sister Keela and you are tuned into The Door. We're talking all things healing, beautiful, and light, and that means you. So get ready to be inspired, walk through the door, and remember who and what you are. Hello, my dear brothers and my dear sisters. It's so good to have you again. Today is a special day because it is the first fruits, the first time we have a guest. And so that's pretty darn exciting. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce my guest. We're going to bypass on the, um, or forego rather, your guided meditation. And uh, Maddie Amen is here. We're going to have an expansive talk for the good of the listening audience, and that's you. Um, but first, let's uh, meet Mr. Amen. What up, Maddie? Hello, hello, hello. Hi. Is that your podcast voice? I don't know. I don't know. I just like, okay, so I... I kind of feel like I'm put on the spot, but like in the best way possible, because how you invited me was like, hey, why don't you like listen to a podcast and then have a philosophical conversation? I'm like, that sounds like fun. Like, let's 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 do it, you know. And uh, but yeah, it's this is fun. I love being here. The energy is amazing. Hello, everyone. Yes. And how we met so serendipitously, a tree fell in my neighbor's back yard it just missed my precious Wilhelmina that's my pig's pen and so I looked up to source and said thank you I don't know what you're setting me up for but thanks the next day I meet the contractor who instant deep called out to deep we had an instant spiritual connection in like 15 minutes we hugged twice i'm like do you want to come see my altar he's like yeah we meditated together for like 20 minutes and we've been thick as thieves since maybe going on three weeks so then last week he invites me to a music jam and the jam is at maddie and his uh community members home and so maddie and i are chopping it up getting to know each other and he's sharing a little about his work and then something he says and then parenthetically he says yeah but you know i'm love so i said wait what'd you say he said i'm love i said wait you're love he goes yeah i go i'm love (laughs) and you know listening audience that is our mantra that's actually one of the episodes is you are love and so love met love i rip off my cardigan whatever i had and show one of my tattoos on my arm which is also the cover art for the I Am Love episode. And it says what? I Am Love. So there you have it. Who better to have on the show, ladies and gentlemen, than love incarnate? So I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing here, Source. I see you, universe. So we have love on the show, ladies and gentlemen. So that being said, within the context of love, um, we are sitting in a city called Stockton, California. And I feel like the direction Spirit wants to go in is we wanna hear from Maddie and hear about his work, hear about what he's called to here in this city. And then I really wanna hear about um, 
I really want to hear about the integration of his spiritual life with his work. Because so often, Maddie, we compartmentalize. Like we say, oh, this is my vocation, and then this is what I'm called to, or this is my ministry, for lack of a better term. Um, the listening audience, many of them resonate with um, kind of my schema. So, you know, I'm a Christian mystic who practices Zen Buddhism. So the mystical believe that the deity and the person are one. So in my case, I believe Christ and I are one. I'm one with God. And then I practice Zen Buddhism, which is not a religion. It's a practice. Anyone can do it. So I just mentioned that. So as you're speaking your language, whatever language you have, it will likely resonate because you and I have a shared language and the people who listen, they keep listening because they identify as well. <laughs> so I just want to give that disclaimer. All right. So just start with what are you doing in Stockton? What's your get down? Talk to us about this this wonderful hub thing that Source has planted in the city. All right. Um, yeah. So it started, I want to say it started back in 2016. Um, I was energetically called to um, utilize my gifts to uh, to be used in downtown Stockton, which I had grown up and spent most of my childhood. And uh, and it was through the means of running a co-working space. So it's kind of our version of WeWork. And it gave me a chance to, A, learn what a co-working space was, because <laughs> I had no idea. And then... Uh, learning what was already going on in my community because I'd, I'd, I'd been here but I was kind of detached because I was so focused on you know um, learning the Tahitian culture and, and, and traveling all over the world and stuff and uh, after doing research I realized I was like all right there really isn't a lot of things that like like I want to do here you know so I was a firm believer if I notice if anyone notices any opportunities in their community for something that you want to do, that's like that source and and the universe telling you, okay, it's your responsibility to to spearhead that. You know, find your tribe and make it happen, right? Don't wait for someone to do it for you or travel to another city to do it. You said two things. Well, first, tell us what a co-working space is. And then second, can you talk about the importance of finding your tribe and what does that mean? What is tribe? So a co-working space is uh, basically like a bunch of office spaces, but then there's an energy that's there that's created by a community manager that attracts folks to want to rent out these spaces, these private offices, so they can run their businesses out of them instead of working out of their own home. There's um, community events. There are um, uh, gatherings just to, 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 to gather human beings within the space for the sake of entrepreneurialism, art, community activism, and such. And so I'd been running that type, type of space for uh, for the past six or seven years now. And, uh, and, and as far as finding my tribe, um, I think at the very beginning, it was a little... It was more of just like, okay, let's just see who's doing work in the community. You know, it, it, the mentality was never like, I need to find my people at the very beginning of all of this, right? It was more of, okay, I know what, what energy I have. I'm just going to share that with as many people as possible. And let's see who's receptive to it or not. 
you know, and there were some people who were receptive. There were some people who were skeptical. So there were some people who were just sizing me up, you know, who is this new cat, you know, trying to, trying to, you know, do stuff in Stockton. And when they found out I was actually from here, I was just doing my own thing for so long. They're like, all right, okay, we, I see you, Matt, you know? And then it wasn't until the past, I'm going to say the past couple of years, past two years where I was intentionally, you know, working on myself. You know, it wasn't until I started doing my own work and, and my and, and intentionally kickstarting my own healing process that it started to allow me or gave me, I gave myself permission to show up in the world and to be present fully. And that is when, that's when things started to shift for me. And then uh, I, I want to fast forward to January of this year where I had a, my first bonafide spiritual experience. Mm, uh, I was at a hot spring in Sierraville. I was there with three of my friends and it was, we were about to leave, um, to, to leave the hot spring. And um, I, I, I felt a little different. You know, I saw my friends and they were super energetic and childlike. And I'm like, I don't feel what they're feeling right now. Like, this is something different. So we're walking back to the car and I sit down on a bench and I I just feel this 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 overwhelming amount of energy just pouring all over me. And I could I couldn't handle it. It was just way too much and I just said, "Guys, <laughs> hey guys." And they're like, "What?" I go, "Something's happening." And they're like, "What? What?" I go, "I I feel like my whole body is vibrating right now and and I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is." And they're like, "Well, Okay, so they, they get closer to me. They put their hand, one of them puts their hand on my shoulder like, Matt, you're burning up. And I'm like, that's insane. And then another one of my friends looks at my face and goes, Maddie, all of the hairs on your face are sticking straight out. And I'm like, okay. And then my other friend goes, what do you see when you close your eyes? So I close my eyes and boom, I just see this huge tree. It was glowing. It was it was just like it had layers and it was just like just reverberating out all this energy and was glowing so bright. And as I'm telling you this right now, this is how I'm explaining it to my friends. And then I opened my eyes again. I'm like, I don't know what's happening, you guys. I don't know what's happening. And then my my friend Lucien was like, okay, try it again. What do you see? And I just surrendered to the whole entire moment. And I just remember seeing these these figures, like a figure of a human being. And there was one in back of the other, and they were just like lined up, and as far as I can see, like towards the back of me. And I immediately felt like I was connected to past versions of myself, like my past lives, and, we, and I was in sync with every single one of them at once. We were gold, and we had this energy, like these rings that were just all surrounding us. And I'm like, what is this? One of my friends had a knife. Um, and accidentally dropped it and it took me out of it right away. Mm. And then I said, that's why they said don't have like glass here at the hot springs. I don't know why I said that because I remember reading the sign earlier that day. I go back in for maybe 10, 15 seconds. And then all of a sudden I came to, and the first thing out of my mouth was, I am love. I am love. I am love. I am love. 
And I kept singing and I kept singing it. And my friends were just like, okay, man, all right, are you ready? Let's go. I could not stop repeating it. It wasn't until we were walking back to the car, one of my friends was like, you guys, we need to stop. Listen to how Maddie is saying, I am love. Like, listen to his conviction. And I was like, you guys aren't hearing me. I am love. You know, like, like you guys don't understand. I go, humanity, humanity is the love in the world. You know, we are the love in the world. We are love. When the universe, when spirit, when Christ, when God had that, 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 that moment of consciousness, when it wanted to know what love was, that's the moment humanity was created so humanity is how the universe and how spirit experiences love for itself through all of us wow wow and you know i i teach that that we're not trying to please god we're the expression of god and As you know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, the um, sacred text known as the Bible says. And it's so funny because it's like, as you're repeating it, you know, your brain, there's a part of the brain that recognizes and obeys what you see, you know? And so as you're declaring the truth, as you're speaking the truth out loud, it's like reinforcing it for you, like catching up with the download you just had, but also letting this realm know, like love is here, yo, love is here. Like, no, you don't hear me. I am love. (laughs) I am the expression. I am the expression of God. I am love in the earth realm. And I just love, I love, I love, I love that one of your friends was like, yo, we have to pause. Like, like, no, hear how he's saying it? Yeah. So you had this encounter, which thank you for sharing it in English. Because when we have encounters, you know, sometimes you don't want to share them because it almost cheapens it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But th- I feel energetically called to, I need to say this. Yeah. Like, I need to keep saying, I am love. Yes. I need that. Like, that's what the what the calling is. That's what I'm being used for, is to yes. continue to say, I am love. But then I, in the terms of we, I am a part of the we. We yes. are love. You know, and then as far as 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 Christ's concern, I truly believe that humans now will evolve into a level of Christ consciousness, mm-hmm. to where it's it's just as innate and part of being human as it is to breathe and to eat, and to hear and to see. It would be like, okay, yeah, I can breathe, I can eat, I can see, I'm Christ. You know, it'll just be part yes. of that. I totally agree. And that's the awareness because religion has said that salvation is this formula and it's X, Y, Z. It's this hoop, this hoop, this hoop, and then you're saved. But no, salvation, the definition is safe. 
And so Christ in the earth realm right now, spirit is bringing an awareness and awakening that you're already safe. And he's doing that. You're already saved. You're already safe. All is well. The, um, your, your deprivation, your sin condition, that's all illusion. That's all illusion. It's a loo- it's illusory. And so there's power in doubt. There's yes. Power yeah. Yeah. Can make you doubt. There's power in that. And, and, and punitive, you know, a whole, that whole, you're not enough. You're not this, you're not that blah, 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 blah. Christ is removing that veil and allowing us to see who we are. But the beauty is we're allowed to see the face of Christ in others. Now we're able to see, yeah, we're able to, to mirror and see who we really are and appreciate um, God in. And that's what the door is all about, moving away from what we've been taught to believe and into what we know. It's a knowing. It's a knowing, right? Yeah, it's in that bread basket, and everyone has it. It's just sometimes being drawn to a language or to a this or a that or a person or a podcast for that that uh wake up wake up that little nudge to happen but you already know it it's already in you okay so now you've had this redonkulous encounter what does one do the next day when one finds out that he's love incarnate because I'm like, what do you do the next day? Do you shower? Like, do you, do you, do you text? What do you do? I don't know what you do. So my, my, um, so directly after that, we went to another hot spring and me and my three friends had this beautiful ceremony that we just energetically made up on the fly and it just felt right. You know, we had these we had these rings that we blessed in the in the waters and we kind of painted our faces and stuff. And we're just like, this is this feels right. Let's just do this. Right. And we kind of anointed our our connection and our our bond as beings of light and be, and beings of love. And uh, directly after that, we go back to where we're staying. And I was like, I need to I need to draw what I saw. I need to draw it. And as soon as I had a paper and pencils in my hand, I was just like, I'm just going at it. I just I knew exactly what I needed to draw. And as soon as I was done, I was like, this is what I saw. This is this is what I saw, guys. And they were like, that's insane. It it I can't believe you saw that when you closed your eyes. You know, I drew the the figures all lined up in back of each other and then these rings all around them and and then at the, at the base of it was me kind of in, in um in a meditative position, you know, and it was kind of just like reverberating back behind me from that from that stance and uh but for the rest of the trip you know and 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 until this day you know i at least once a day i say i am love i am love whenever i feel called to say that to an individual or anything like that i i I take advantage of it i'm going to keep saying it until i can't say it anymore and one of the things I'm learning now, what it's morphing into is because I'm incarnate now of love and I'm, I'm, I'm fully incarnate in this physical body of love, you know, people are recognizing that now and they're recognizing it from a place of you're awesome, but I don't know why you're kind and, and beautiful and all of this. And I'm just like, now the conversation has changed you to, you know, why you recognize that in me, right? 
And they're like, no, why? I go, where do you think the measure comes from? How do you know I'm this? How do you know I'm kind? How do you know I'm great? How do you know I'm love? How do you know I'm be? Because you have that inside of you. Like you, you, you are love. So whenever someone tries to give me a compliment, I, I, I instantly turn into their mirror. And I'm like, you only know that in me because you're learning to see it in yourself. (laughs) Come on. And if that's not God, see, that's why I love God. That's why I love God. Because if that's not God, who do you think brought it to my awareness that I am love? Who do you think spoke life and love over you? Who do you think is speaking it over the listening audience? It's just a vicious love cycle. It's yet proof that we're all one. We're all one. You are deeply loved and we are one so this this sounds great to a lot of people it's delicious but let me ask you this does love have off days like does love pay bills like what is your perspective does love stub his toe does love get his feelings hurt talk to me about the the rough patches if in fact love has those I can't help but think of Jesus. Jesus was the man on earth. Christ was the consciousness that Jesus uh, elevated to, so to speak, you know, and like Christ was Jesus's higher self. Jesus, the man had to deal with the trials and tribulations that this world has to offer. Christ, the Christ consciousness is impenetrable. So Maddie Matthew, the man has to pay bills, has to take care of his health, has to exercise, has to do what he has to do to, you know, sustain a a physical life here. But this being of love is impenetrable. I am at a constant state of love. You can be sad. You can have off days. You can have a bill that's past due, but that can all happen still in the state of love and being a being of love. I also want to add, um, when I had that spiritual experience, another way I described it was having the full awareness of being connected to every human being on earth at the same time. And that's not just living. That's non-living and the ones who haven't even cho- have, who have yet to have chosen to come to earth. I was connected to everything. It was overwhelming. It was an overwhelming feeling of love. But yes, Matthew the man, Maddie the man, still has to go through all of the things of this physical world, you know, and there's an acceptance that comes along with that, you know, in order to be able to differentiate between the two, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. uh, accepting like, all right, I got to do this, you know, I got to keep going, I got to do this, I'm still a physical being on this, on this plane of earth, you know, that, that you need certain tools in order to sustain a quality of life, you know, but that, that does not mean like, 
I'm love any less. Right. You know, so it's, it's so the finding the balance between Maddie the man and being the being of love on earth that it's being used as a vessel to spread that through humanity. Yes, and I'm I'm so glad you touched on that because so often, you know, we humans we create piles, right, wrong, um, evil, good, desired, undesired, sacred, you know, sacrado and secular. And as one who's been in circles that the world considers sacred and also what we consider secular, um, you know, for, for the one, for the person, um, there, there is no sacred, there is no secular, you know, um, in my day gig, I found I had a greater impact in what people call the secular role than I did in what people call the sacred role because I had direct contact to more individuals every day and can have more of a direct impact. And so often people think, okay, yeah, I know I'm loved. Now what do I do with it? You don't have to go to a monastery. If you're called, so be it. But Maddie washes dishes. He doesn't sit in a lotus position under an oak tree all day, um, you know. And so I'm glad you touched on that because even in my early years, I remember as a child wanting to be a nun. I'm not even Catholic. Catholicism, my mother who raised me is not um, Catholic, but I knew nuns were married to Jesus. And so I had this very so strong sense of, this and then in my in my in my journey it took many 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 years to realize everywhere i go i build an altar so if i'm at the swap meet if i'm if i'm a librarian if i'm a nurse if i'm um um transportation if i'm um a disposal and i'm gathering people's trash throughout the week um Everywhere I go, I'm I'm building an altar. So I I want to let you uh, I want to let you talk about that. But then I want to pivot to now post encounter mm -hmm. your work in the city, mm -hmm. how you which it's work, it's your gig, but how you use it as your altar building and your expression of being love. Okay, Stockton has had a bad rap for a very long time. It's been considered a dark place for a very long time. So I subconsciously took on the responsibility to be a light in a dark place. The light serves no purpose being around other lights yeah you're just making it brighter but you know but like but what what purpose are you serving right. you know it's like my light is shining so bright so that it can shine in a dark place so that was kind of my 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 own kind of 
for lack of a better term, ministry mm -hmm. of what I was doing inadvertently while like running this co-working space and being in downtown Stockton. I knew that I was a being of light always and that I needed to help shine some light on my home, which just happened to be a dark place. Mm. Fast forward to these past couple of months and realizing like there have been beings of light in this community for decades decades upon decades who are coming out of the woodworks mm. and we recognize each other energetically um for example last sunday a week from today a week ago today mm -hmm. i went to the earth day festival at victory park i was talking to some friends who had a dog and this 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 older beautiful woman walks up well, actually passes me, stops, turns around, looks at me, looks at the dog. She fumbles a little bit, talks about the dog, and then walks away. And I'm like, who was that? Who was that person? I, I felt like I knew that person, but then it was a fleeting moment. I let it go away. Right. And then yesterday... I got invited to my friend Nina's house, who just happened to be staying in a new house off Walnut. And I get there, we walk into this beautiful backyard. There's this woman sitting in her chair in this beautiful garden. Mm. She gets up, she walks over to me, and the first thing out of her mouth was, oh my God, you came back. Mm. And she was crying. You came back. Mm. It's so good. And she called me, she called me cousin. Mm. She called me uncle. Mm. And she was like, it's so good to see you again. I'm like, mm. weren't you the one I saw? Weren't you at Earth Day last week? She's like, no. She's like, you came back. Mm. Thank you so much. And we ended up having this beautiful conversation. It was me and four of my friends. She was sitting in a chair. We're all um, in, in meditative position, just sitting around her because she's an elder now. And the work we're doing today, Akila, she's been doing it in Stockton for the past 50 years. Oh. She's 75 years old, 100%. Oh, and she goes, I was about to lose hope, and I'm so glad that the builders are back. Whoa, she's like, on. she said, I'm so glad you guys are back. She was like, we've been doing this alone for so long, and I was losing hope. And she was like, I'm so glad you guys are back to build the community because you it's your responsibility to build the platform for the majority of humanity to step onto. Because humanity is not going to have these, uh, these, these prolific uh, awakenings, how we're having, you know, to, to, as being called for the responsibility to do this type of work. Mm -hmm. You know, we're doing this type of work so that we could usher in the large amounts of community, the, 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 the community at large onto it. Because mm -hmm. most human beings know that they have it in them, but it isn't part of popular culture to talk about these things that we know about. Right. So they want want to feel safe before they start having these types of conversations and it's our responsibility as builders to build that platform so that it feels safe for them to walk on it and yes. and to be part of this higher level of consciousness yes. so so now today it's getting easier and easier for us to all recognize each other you know and the and and the work we're supposed to be doing you know like Akilo. I met you last Saturday, and now I'm 
Wait, was that the same day? No, no, two Saturdays. Two, two, two Saturdays ago, possibly. Wait, no, it was, it was last Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> oh, last Saturday, and then the Earth Day Festival was the next day. We no. Yes. So this all happened, and now I'm in your studio recording this podcast. Yes. So this is just an attestation how we are energetically being called to each other, you know, and and to and to do this work, you know. So it's no longer a question of uh, or an uh, an intentional awareness like I have to seek these people out. Where's my tribe? You know. It's more of like, all right, let's just let's just be here. Let's just let's be love. Let's be present, mm. and we'll all find each other. Mm. And in these past couple of weeks, we have been energetically gravitating towards each other and knowing it right when we see each other and we're looking at each other in our eyes. So that is where, that's where my work in the community in terms of like um, uh, entrepreneurialism and creatives and arts and stuff, it's led me to now intentionally figuring out creative ways to heal the community, to heal humanity, heal humanity by starting with my own community was starting with myself. Mm. When you inspire people to, to start their own healing journey, once they start that, they'll want the people around them to heal as well. And that's how we're, that's how we're getting the job done. This is present tense. The work has already started. It starts, we're starting with the breath. My soul sister, who was energetically called here from Spain and will be staying here in Stockton starting June 1st forever. She has been inspiring people in the community to breathe the right way because we've been told to, we've been, we've been taught to breathe another of the wrong way in through our nose, out through our mouth, which induces anxiety, you know, and all these ailments in your body. But if you learn how to breathe, how you learn to breathe when you came into, when you chose to come to earth, which is in through your nose and out through your nose and focusing on the exhalation, that's when the, the magic of healing starts and your healing journey starts. It all starts with the breath. And no one wants to, no one, uh, the mainstream doesn't want us to know that. So just breathe in through your nose, out through your nose, but the intensity and the the focus and that should be on the exhalation where so many times we're told to go in then out then go but the right way is in then out okay the power is in the exhalation and that's how that healing process is beginning but that's that that's the work that's the work we're doing that's where it starts with your breath. And that's all of this is le leading to this moment here across from you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Ruach in the Torah, the breath of God, the Ruach, the very breath of God, yeah, breathed into and became a living soul. The, the Ruach of God. The exhalation, right, which we in turn, we became a living soul. Man, in the universal sense, man became a living soul, and now we, hmm, that's good. We'll probably have her on the show at a later date. Be back in June. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
I have a, I know I have a, I have a, she gets back on the first, I have a private session on the fifth. <laughs> I saw you after your private session the other day, girl. I, I was, you had that face. I was like, I know that face. I've had that face after my first session. Like it was beautiful. Uh, and it's, and, it, and it's, and it's true. Um, the audience knows that I believe in meditation, um, at all times, I believe in the glorious breathing, but this, this, um, this is brand new to me and very special and source led me to it in a group setting. And then I was like, okay. And even before the session with her, I, I, you know, we see in part and know in part. And so I knew I was to be doing what's called breath work once a month. Okay. So I just go with flow. I go with what I feel and and am hearing and then went to a group session where this person was the um facilitator and then I said oh okay I thought it was supposed to be over here it's supposed to be with this person and so then I set up for once a month because I knew I knew I was I knew spirit wanted to do a deeper healing work and so I you know I just go with flow however uh, he, he, for lack of a better pronoun wants to do it. And, um, yeah. And so now I have my first <laughs> session and I'll be having them once a month until, until I feel the release and to pivot. I do want to touch on, I'm probably going to have to have you back be- because, because I do want to touch on Maddie, Maddie chose and spirit. I believe chose Maddie to come as a BIPOC person and not just BIPOC, uh, like me, Maddie, you're multicultural. So I'm, I'm black and Spanish and Cajun. Mm. And then you are Filipino and African American. Is that correct? And this hub, this co-op space, you do have a target audience in mind mm-hmm. and they're all BIPOC. and they're all BIPOC. And so not this week, but I want to go there. Let's do it. I want to talk about spirit, but in our earth suits, we identify as races and culturally we identify as things. And when people see me and when people look at you, um, although they know spirit, they see, I'll just speak for myself, they see a black chick. And so I want to, I want to muddle and I say muddle because it's, it's so, I'm sure you do. And I have a lot I want to glean off you as one who was raised. My mother taught me this. Everyone is a spirit. And there's two types of people, those who love God and those who don't. And I believe that and life was good. And then around the teen years, I begin, once I found out I was black and I'm not just a spirit. Oh no, she's black. I thought what a naive outlook. But now as a grown up, I'm like, oh, she's got it. But we have to navigate that too. And then culturally, I can tell you, I do identify as a black chick. But I'm also from SoCal, which is a culture 
I'm punk rock. I skate. Um, I don't listen to strictly hip hop. Um, on a earth realm level, most of the gentlemen um, I've dated and my lovers have not been black. <laughs> so it's a whole lot going on there, Maddie. And I, I, I don't profess to have a clue. I'm just now, honestly, starting to even read books about race. And frankly, I can't get through them. I keep putting them down because they rub me wrong. Um, that, is, that is a horse of a different color. It is. Yeah, I, but I'm ready to have that conversation too. Good. So we're going to go there on another place in time because that's a separate talk show. But, oh, get it? Talk show. And this literally is, okay, that's funny. But we're going to do that. But um, major takeaway today, thank you. Thank you for your obedience and I don't mean like obligatory martyr obedience to God. You're doing what you want to do. God in you, the light in you is just doing what the light in you wants to do. And that's the beauty. People think it's a trade-off. They think when I become obedient, it's to my detriment. It's to my lack. Is it safe to say your joy is full? Ooh, my cup is full. Yeah. One of the biggest lessons is recognizing that I have the, my responsibility is to ensure my cup is always full and that the people around me and my community get the runneth over. Because before I had the spiritual awakening, I was giving and giving and giving, but to the point I were only had droplets left for myself. You know, so it's going throughout this life and this level of consciousness and this physical being, ensuring that my cup is full. And it's easy because I'm love, you know, so um, everyone gets my runneth over. So and, and recognizing that I am part of the we. Yes. And we are one. And I just want to underscore that you are being obedient, but you're being obedient to you. You're being obedient to your higher self. You're being obedient to what you're pulled to do, but what you're pulled to do is what God <laughs> is pulling you to do because there's no separation. So I just want to, I keep underscoring that because I want to, I want to expose the lie of competing mandates. Mm -hmm. There's no tug of war. The thing that brings you spark of joy is the thing God gave you to do. That's how he wired you. So do you do that thing? Do it. And, and like myself and like Maddie, I want to remind you that you are love and we are one. All right, podcast peeps, my dear brother and my dear sister, this concludes this week's episode of The Door. You can check out new episodes every Sunday. And if you find the show to be of value to you, then you can show your support by listening and sharing with your friends and family. You can lend your voice to the show by leaving a voicemail with your questions, aha moments, or any insights you'd like to share. And if you'd like to be on the show, then leave a voicemail with your contact info and the topic you would like to cover under the umbrella of love, light, and healing. Let's you and I have an expansive conversation for the benefit of the listening audience. If you'd like to support monetarily, that is most welcome. Simply click on the link in the show description and you can pledge monthly for 99 cents, 4.99 or 9.99. Thank you in advance. Hey, I have had so much fun and I truly appreciate you guys. 
I want to remind you that you are deeply loved and we are one.